want to minister a message this afternoon entitled the living the dream living the dream living living the dream thank you so much um i've been loving this series as it comes to a halt today say oh um we are going to uh we've been going through the journey of genesis and we've been tackling as much of it as we possibly could and uh i'm excited today about this person now here's the thing uh, about this character named Joseph. Most of us, if you've been safe for five seconds, we've heard of Joseph, right? Wave at me if you heard of Joseph, okay? All right, good. Um, so we've heard of Joseph, and we heard Joseph's story, and we've heard Joseph's journey. I don't want to have to uh, retell you the story as if it's your first day in Sunday school today, but I do want to highlight some things in it that I believe are prophetic instructions for your life. Somebody say, I'll take that. Uh, Prophetic instructions for your life to help you go to the next level. Let's go all the way back to Genesis 37 and 3. We'll do a little bit of reading. Genesis 37 and 3. And uh, we're going to take a look at the journey of this man. And we'll just travel through it. We'll extract these prophetic instructions. We'll praise him uh, because we received our instructions. Then we'll head to the house. Are you good with that? All right. So Genesis 37 verse 3 says, now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children. Tell your neighbor, I can't help that I'm loved. I just want to stop there. I just want to stop there. I want you to stop apologizing for what's attracted to your life. That's where I want to start. There is this thing called false humility. And people try to say Joseph was proud and I try to say you walk in a place where you think less of yourself than you ought to. Joseph was loved more than all them jokers. And his daddy said, hey, guess what? I got I got a coat for you. I got that. I got that. I got that. That coat of many colors. Ten thousand. Uh, I, I got that special edition for you. It's, I, got, I got this coat for you that I'm giving you. And, 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 and listen, he was loved. And a lot of times when things are attracted to us, we dumb down our success because of the failures of others. We, we walk around like we're nothing because we don't want to offend your underperforming tail. But in my life, what I made a decision is I'm not going to dump down how amazing I am no more. Listen to me. I, I know. I know. I'm not about to dump down how great I am because I'm afraid about you being offended by my greatness. People are looking for me and they're not looking for me acting like I'm not great. They're looking for the right me and the right me has to know how amazing I am so I can walk a certain way i'm not about to dumb down come down sermon i'm not about to dumb down my greatness to make you feel comfortable people people think that that's christ-like to act like you have nothing but you're wrong because your neighbor say you're wrong with jesus jesus walked it that's the same Jesus that walked in the temple read the scripture he said, this scripture is fulfilled today in front of you. What is going to, he, Jesus, he's the one that said, I am the one you're looking for. Jesus wasn't dumbing down who he was. Because people think and they mess it up because he was telling people to be quiet and not to tell too much about the miracles and the stories. But he was just making sure that he was aligned with the timing of God. 
Jesus was not dumbing down who he was, and neither should you. Anyway, let's keep going. He was loved more than everybody else. As he was the son of his old age. Also, he made him a tunic of many colors. When his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him and could not speak peaceably of him. They hated him. Here's a, here's, a, here's, a, here's a quick note, okay? A part of being successful in life, whatever that successful is. Let me, let me give you a good definition of success. Fulfilling God's destiny over you. That's success. Success is not materialistic, even though I like material things. There's nothing wrong with liking nice things. Say amen. I'm sick of these people who are poor that want everybody else to be poor. No, no, no. You're not going to make me feel weird because I like nice stuff. And then I, I'm going to wear it, and I'm going to drive it, and I'm going to live in it, and I'm going to show it, and I'm going to post it because my God is that good to me. Praise the Lord. Amen. If you have given up what I've given up to get where I am, if you have sown your life the way I have sown, I didn't just show up on the scene today, baby. I've been going through a process for over a decade of God preparing me. And now that I am where I am, I'm about to show you what God will do with a submitted heart. Like it and comment. Amen. A part of the successful life. And I'm not the hater preacher. I can't stand with people. Because some people preach about, you know, you got haters. And people don't be really having haters. You're not doing anything to have haters. Nobody hates you. Come on, talk to me in here like y'all know this is good. People be like, I got haters. Actually, you don't. Nobody's hating on you. But Joseph had real life people who hated him because of where he was. If you can't handle the hate, you can't handle the stage. You can't cry about the hate when God puts you where he called you to be. You can't whine about the hate. You can't whine about the the circumstances. You cannot whine about the activity once you get there. It's a part of the plan. All a part of the plan. So Joseph. Joseph, um, brothers could not speak peaceably about him. Verse 5. Now, Joseph, I love this, had a dream. And he told it to his brothers, and they hated him even more. So most people will tell you, oh, don't tell everybody your dream. Joseph didn't told the dream. But I don't see anything in here that tells me that Joseph didn't told his dream. You cannot control the responses of other people to what's on the inside of you. Because then the idea that people start having is, now I'm going to be quiet about my dream because you might steal it. Or I'm going to be quiet about my dream because uh, people be thinking, don't post too much. Because the wrong people see it. They're going to start praying prayers against it. So you mean to tell me that some idiot troll on the internet who is watching my life has the power to stop what God has ordained for my, you tripping. You mean to tell me that somebody who is sitting somewhere praying witchcraft prayers against what I am doing has enough power to stop Jesus on the inside of me? The last time I read the Bible, and I read it quite often, it says greater is he that is than he that's in the world. I appreciate your seat, but the reality is you can pray all you want to pray. You can stop what Jesus is doing for me. 
What are you saying, Sherman? Stop letting people convince you to be scared about declaring your dream. Because that's the enemy that wants to muscle your prophetic decree. This is good. The enemy wants to stop you from saying it because he knows that if you ever get a hold of the, you ever really get a hold of decreeing that thing, it's about to be established. If you ever get a hold of speaking like a king and saying it is so and it will be done and it will not be otherwise. If you ever get a hold of that thing and start saying what God says, all of a sudden Genesis is about to come alive in your life. God spoke it and it was. I said God spoke it and it was hit that neighbor that's sick of me yelling and screaming and tell him speak it and it will be don't try to shut up joseph i want to minister to the joseph inside of you i don't want you to not tell your dream open your mouth wide every place you go go and tell him hey guess what look what god is about to do for me some people are encouraged by your dream be seated be seated not every you some people are dependent upon your dream your dream is food to some individuals your dream is meat to somebody's faith how dare you be quiet about the prophetic revelation that was given to you because of haters so don't listen to none of these preachers you heard me preach this before me talk your dream you, 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 gotta, you gotta talk that dream you gotta, you gotta say that dream you gotta write that dream you gotta, you gotta look at that dream you gotta, you gotta look at that dream again and look at that dream again and look at that dream again I'm gonna talk the dream until I walk the dream I can't hear ya I said I'm gonna talk the dream until I walk the dream I'm gonna talk the dream until I walk it oh, what's going on? calm down, listen just reading the bible this is not even my first prophetic instruction let's keep going Joseph had a dream told to his brothers they hated him verse 6 says so he said to them please hear this dream which I have dreamed they were binding sheaves in the field and behold my sheaf arose and also stood upright and indeed your sheaves stood all around and them things bowed down to my sheaf Verse 8, and his brother said to him, surely you, 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 you indeed will reign over us? Or shall you indeed have dominion over us? Tell somebody it is so. <laughs> somebody has to be the doggone leader. Not everybody going to be at the top of a spot and a place. And the truth is, I'm not going to be quiet because you don't like the fact that I'm about to lead over you. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. It's exactly how I said it. I'm going to be ahead of the game of you. And I'm going to be looking different than what you look like. My success will look different like your success. But it doesn't mean I'm better than you. God just called me to lead. I can't help it. I can't help that God called me. I can't help that God put his hand on me. I didn't ask him to do it. The man just did it. Verse 9. Woo! So the Bible says in verse 8, so they hated him even more for his dreams and for his words. 
But my favorite part, verse 9, it says, then, then he dreamed still another dream. There's so much there. He dreamed still another dream. That means he did not stop dreaming because of the response of the people against his dream. Oh, what does that mean for me, Mr. Preacher? I hear your excitement. I like what you're saying a little bit, but I don't know what that means to me. It means you cannot allow anybody to stop you from dreaming. It doesn't matter if they agree or don't agree. There will be people who live small lives. You hear me? I said small lives. They have small minds and they have small mouths and when you begin to live your dream and you begin to go where you go they will always have small things to say against what God has called you to do but at the end of the day you can't stop dreaming you got to dream another dream Ooh, you got to dream another dream I feel like somebody's dreams are coming alive in this place today there is prophetic revelation you're being opened up <laughs> I don't think it's accident that last Last week we talked about Jacob's dream and today we talk about Joseph's dream God's trying to get something to this church he's trying to open you up to receive the prophetic revelation from heaven don't you let the response of somebody else against you stop you from dreaming another dream look at somebody next to you look at him I said obey me and tell them hey 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 it's time to dream another dream all right They didn't like it. Let's skip down to verse 10. I got to go. Bible says, so he told it to his father and his brothers. Listen, and his father rebuked him. What is this dream you have dreamed? Now he like me too. He's in the same position as brother. You mean to tell me that your mama and me going to bow down to you fool? Yeah. Sometimes the people who have been before you, even in your family line, don't have the mental capacity to handle what it is you've been designed to do. Remember this, please. He was, he, he was the one he loved the most. Remember this. Daddy loved him the most because he was the son of his old age. He loved him the most. And sometimes we think that people's uh, inability to connect with what God called us to do means that they love us less. This is so good. This is so good. This is so good. So it, it, doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't mean they don't love you. It just means they don't have the capacity. They don't have the mental capacity. They don't have the spiritual capacity to see what you see. So you don't get frustrated with them. You don't get angry. You just keep living the dream. I can't, y'all, 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 y'all. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't decide, well, I'm not coming over to your house no more because, uh, you know, I don't like the way you saying what you said about my dream. No, you don't divorce your mama. You don't, you know, is that possible? I don't know. You don't, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't do any of that. What you, what you do is you just live the dream. What if you let the dream talk louder than any voice that's around you? Say what you want to say about me. All I'm going to do is live the dream and the dream going to do the talking and then by the end of the day, you're going to be right behind me in the dream. Y'all ain't saying nothing. There are people who seen things that I said I would do and they were like, I don't understand how that's going to happen. I don't know. And they end up right here in the midst of it because God's will was being done. Okay, here's the first point. Here's the first point. Here's your first prophetic instruction. Remember what he showed you. 
remember what he, what, he, what, he, what he showed you. Why is that important? Remember, there were phases to this man's life. Remember the phases to his life. His brothers, as we follow the story, we know what happened. They got so upset with him, yeah. throw him in the pit. He was sold into slavery. Now, that's some, that's some really, that's some strong bent-up anger there. You understand what I'm saying, y'all? You know, I've said a couple of things about what I wanted to do to some people, but I would never really do it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all try to fake like y'all never had no thoughts. I'm like, man, I'll just shoot you right in your head. I'll kill you dead. <laughs> y'all, y'all, okay, y'all trying to play me right here. I see y'all in here. I, I've been there before, and I ain't talking about years ago. Amen. Probably somewhere in January. Amen. I was like, listen, somewhere, I'm just keeping it real. Somewhere in January, I was like, listen, I will shoot you in your head. On sight, I will kill you. I know y'all want a perfect pastor, but you got the wrong one for that. I'm like, I will, I will kill you, man. But I would never really kill nobody. You know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, even, I don't even got it in me. But, but, but these jokers actually did what they wanted to do. You hear me? They came together, conspired, and they put that joker in a pit and then sold their own brother into slavery. Ooh, that's some anger. But what was key for the success of Joseph is that Joseph had to remember what he showed him. What do you mean, Apostle Sherman? You've got to remember what he's shown you in every season, in every part of your journey. So no matter what life throws at you, if you can just remember, if you can just hold on to what he showed you, you can process through every part of the journey with great success. It might not look like it right then in that moment. It may not feel like it right there in that moment. It might not sound like it right there in that moment. But if you can just remember, somebody say remember, 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 remember. Remember. If you remember, then it doesn't matter. You could be living on the streets, but if you remember what he said about you, you'll walk in a certain way while you're homeless. I can't hear nobody. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could have nothing. They could have come and got your car. They could have come and kicked you out of your house. But if you remember, you still, you'll walk in a certain way. My head is not going down because I remember what he showed me in the dream. He showed me that I would rule and I would reign. He showed me there would be people under my leadership. And so it might not feel like it right now, but I'm just going to hold on to my memory. Oh, you preaching, boy. I'm going to hold on to my memory. Hit your neighbor, say, remember, 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 remember what he told you. Remember. Remember. Remember he said you were going to be wealthy when you don't have no money right now. Remember. Remember. Remember, maybe you got money, but then you know that God's calling you to a whole nother financial bracket because he always gives you more vision than he usually gives you resources so he can keep you at the place of your faith. But just remember what he told you. If he told you you was going to build it, then he'll provide for what he told you to build. Oh, that's good. If he told you you were going to build it, he's going to provide for it. Remember. Remember what he said. Remember what he showed you. Remember. My time is running. Genesis 39. First one. Yes, sir. Thank you. Now, Joseph had been taken down to Egypt. And Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, captain of the guard, an Egyptian, brought him 
from the Ishmaelites who had taken him down there. The Bible says in verse 2, if you look at Genesis 39, verse 2, look at it because I want you to see this because I want you to remember this for yourself all week. Genesis 39, verse 2, here it is. The Lord was with Joseph. I'm in prison now. I'm in Potiphar's house rather now. I am enslaved. But even in the midst of the thing that seems like it's going to keep me in bondage. Even in the midst of the thing that seems like it's going to keep me, I'm locked up. Even though it seems like I'm going to be stuck here. The truth is that even in those circumstances, the Lord is with me. Ah! So it doesn't matter. I don't have to have everybody with me. And that's the problem now. See, you, 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 want, you want the opinions and you want the accolades of men. But the accolades of men is not what's going to get you to the next level. You've got to know that there is safety in running into him. And if he is with me, this is what the next part of the scripture says. The Bible says the Lord was with Joseph and he was a successful man. That makes no sense. Because he's not even a free man. Y'all don't want this word today. He's not even free. He can't leave Potiphar's house. Are you getting this? He can't, he can't run out. He can't go in and out as he pleased. But even in the midst of this thing, God said, because I'm with you, I'll make you successful even in that space that you don't even like and that you don't want to be. The place that see, have you ever felt like you were in a box? Some of y'all are like, you feel like you're in financial boxes. You feel like you're in relational boxes. And you're like, how in the world can I be successful in this? But God says, because I am with you, even in the box, I'll make you successful. Woo! All right. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. He, he, he was a slave, but was successful. I'll get there. And, and he, his master saw, let's get this, please, please. His master saw, his master saw that the Lord was with him. Ooh, we, ooh, we, ooh, we. So much in this. So, so he, 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 he was successful because the Lord was with him. And then what happened was, as he walked out and did what the Lord called him to do, even in the box. See, it doesn't matter that you're in the box. The question is, how are you going to work the box? Because if you work the box the right way, God calls for men to recognize that God's hand is on you, even while you're in the box. Ah, I don't have time. Let me keep moving. He said, he said listen, the, the, the Bible says very clearly that his master saw that the Lord was on him. And look at this, please. Look at this, please. Look at this. He said, his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. He's a slave prospering. How in the world could he do that? He remembered what he showed him. Yeah. Yeah. He had it at the forefront of his mind what it was that God was saying about him. Verse 4. So Joseph found favor in his sight and served him. Mm, I'm getting ahead of myself. But if you can be in the box and still serve, 
you will serve your way out the box. See, that didn't make you scream. You want to know why? Because you want the place where people are serving you. Nobody's shouting about the position to serve. Nobody's screaming about, huh, I made it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm in that serving position. Look at me now. Nobody's screaming about that. Everybody want, Nobody post online and be like, watch me serve. I ain't seen none of y'all post like that. I ain't seen none of your posts that was like, watch me. Watch me. As low as I can be. Watch me down here. Watch me serve. Ain't nobody posting that. That ain't sexy. That ain't hot. Are y'all in here? Why? Because everybody thinks that the way up is up. But the way up and out is down. It's getting low as you can. What did Jesus say? He said, let the greatest among you be what? Servant first. Somebody say, this is good, this is good, this is good. So he said, listen what I'm going to do. You find favor in my sight. I'm going to make you the overseer of this whole house. This whole joint, you about to run it. I know you're a slave, but you about to be the greatest slave. Y'all, y'all. Whatever box I'm in, I'm about to win in that box. If you don't like your job, serve up and out that joint. I mean, create graphs, create ideas, restructure that whole joint to the point that after you get done, they say, you know what? You done ran this thing so well, I'll give this business to you. I'm going to go start something else. Y'all don't know how to work it. You complaining, but you got to work your box. Got to move. So out of there, he was dealing with um, this cougar that <laughs> translation for those that don't understand the terminology, an older woman that likes younger men. Nothing wrong with it. Get it, girl. Get it. I have no qualms with it. If that's the way you like it, baby, however you like it, get it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got no problems with it. Man, be 65 and get you a 19-year-old. I ain't got no problem with it. I, I, I mean, it's whatever you like. You can have whatever you like. Or whatever. You, I mean, I don't know. So, Potiphar's wife. <laughs> Potiphar's wife, I got to go. Potiphar's wife said, listen, I'm, I'm, about, to, I'm about to snatch you up. And he was like, not today, lady. You can't have mine. Mm-mm. My goodness. My goodness. Not my goodness. But he was like, no. I don't know what's going on today. He's, I, <laughs> he was like, no, you can't have them, lady. No. So he says, no, I, I'm going to. I'm getting out of here. I'm not going to get caught up with this woman. And then the enemy's trying to jack him up because he loses another coat. He's really, really trying to affect the way he's covered in life. (laughs) But you can try to snatch whatever natural thing you possibly can. But I'm going to keep remembering what he showed me. And I'm going to keep running into him. 
And as long as I run, that's what I love about the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost in John chapter 12, verse 26 says, but the help of the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he'll teach you all things. But this is my favorite part about it. He'll bring you into remembrance of all things I've said to you. Ooh, we, ooh, we, the Holy Ghost will remind you. That's why, that's why I'm going to forever be a Holy Ghost man. I don't care what y'all say. You can do this seeker-friendly church stuff if you want to. I'm going to pray in the Holy Ghost out loud. I don't care what y'all think about it. You can say I'm strange. You can call it what you want to call it. Because I'm going I need to remember. I need the Holy Ghost to take me back to what God said. And I don't want to ever lose my memory. Get your neighbor say, remember, remember. It is important. Genesis 40. I'm, I'm. What the old folks used to say, I'm out of time, but not out of word. Um, he's wrongly accused by the cougar. He's sent to prison. And even in prison, somebody say even in prison. He learned the power of working what he had. I don't have a lot of time to go through the story. But there were some dreams that were present. And there were some dreams that needed to be interpreted in that moment. There's some things that God wanted to do through him. And what I love is that he kept his connection with God no matter what. Because even when the dreams came to Joseph, and he said, and they, they was like, you know what, I had a dream. He's like, well, tell me the dream. Like, huh? He said, yeah. He said, doesn't interpretations belong to God? Yeah. I love that. Some of you don't get what the point of that is. He's saying, listen, I got a connection. I call it the prophetic edge. I got a connection with God in such a way it'll cause me to prosper in whatever it is that I am doing. Y'all don't believe me. I prove it to you. I just came back from Napa Valley. Somebody say, hey. I was in Napa. And when I was in Napa, when I was in Napa, I'm standing in the resort. Young man walks by. Holy Ghost says, that young man needs the business you have. Thank you, Joe. Um, Holy Ghost says, that means, so I stop. I say, excuse me, sir. Keith, he was there. I'm telling the truth. I said, excuse me, sir. Hey, what's your name? How long you been working here? You tell me. He said, what y'all doing here? I said, well, we celebrating birthdays. It's, it's, yesterday was Gregory's birthday. <laughs> Pastor Greg. And so, uh, so we, I said, we're celebrating birthdays. Celebrate his birthday. Celebrate my wife's birthday. I said, we're also celebrating this business we all started. And he was like, really? Like, tell me about it. So I tell him about it. He said, you're kidding me. I said, what? He said, he said, you don't understand how much I've been studying this concept that you're doing. He goes in his backpack and he pulls out a book that one of the top associates in my business had, had written that was inside of his bag. He said, I have been waiting for the right person. Y'all don't want this. He said, I, I, I knew I wanted to do this, but I was waiting for the right person to bring this information to me so that, Lord have mercy. The next morning, we went to Starbucks. And y'all, I got paid. I can't hear nobody. Now, this is what's important. This is what I'm trying to help you is that your money, the reason why some of us are broke because we don't listen to the Holy Ghost. 
I'm trying to make him more relational. Oh my God. I'm trying to make him more connected to what you're doing on a daily basis. The Holy Ghost will help you win in your box. Do you hear me? When that man walked by, if I had not stopped and listened to the Spirit of God, the same way that the Holy Spirit gives you a prophetic word for somebody, it's the same way he will speak to you how to build your business plan. Oh, I just heard him. I just heard him. Oh, there's about to be a string of different proposals that are about to be accepted up out of this church. You better hear me. The Lord is about to tell you to go some places and if you'll go where he told you to go, you'll get what he wants to give you. You're not going to win being quiet about it, but if you let the Holy Ghost speak to you, it's about to get bigger, faster. He seated. Here's my second part. I got to go. It's, I know. Done. Here's the second thing. The second thing. Here's your prophetic instructions. Okay. First prophetic instructions was what? Remember what he showed you. Here's your second prophetic instructions. Receive your assignment. Now, that don't mean a lot yet, but let me help you with it. When you receive your assignment, then you engage your assignment. Some of you think that you receive your assignment, but I'm here to tell you today as God's prophet, you haven't. You listened to the assignment. You may have played it a couple of times, but you haven't received it. To receive your assignment is to engage your assignment. <laughs> to receive your assignment is to engage your assignment. Doesn't matter if you're in the pit, y'all ain't here. Doesn't matter if you're in Pontifus House. It doesn't matter if you're in the prison. In every single phase of your journey, because it's all a part of your making. Hello, it's all about. It's all a part of your uh, of him forming you. In every part of your journey, you have to engage your assignment. What does that look like? What does that look like, Apostle Joseph? Engaged the assignment in every place. And listen, to what I believe God did. God gave him the discernment to know what gift to use when. Okay, let me help you with this. I, you, you can't, you can't, every gift is not for every, every assignment in every space. A different gift works different. What do you mean? Show me in the story. I don't see it. Well, remember, it, when he was in Potiphar's house, and he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't prophesying. He wasn't, he wasn't doing anything with dreams. What was he doing? He was leading. Some, some spaces, I just step up in the game and I become that master strategist. I become that leader of leaders. I become that person that can take people to a place that you need to go. See, the power of a leader is not that they can get someplace, but the power of a leader is how many people you can take with you. And I believe that some of you like people calling you a leader, but you ain't half of no leader because nobody don't even follow. They won't even follow you to the grocery store when they're hungry because you, my friend, are not a leader. Come, Daryl, and stand behind me. Come here, Monaco. Come here, Ashley. Come on, Kito. Stand behind me. Stand directly behind me. See? If, 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 y'all stay here, okay? If I walk and nobody's following me, I am not a leader. I'm a walker. I'm walking, ain't nobody coming with me. I'm not a leader. I'm just walking. But 
If I start walking, follow me, please, and then people start following behind me, now I've moved into leadership mode. My question for you, sorry, Mr. Cameraman, in advance. My question for you is, who's following behind you with your leadership self? If the only thing you can do is be successful, but you can't teach nobody else how to do it, you, my friend, are useless. Hard work. Hey, Rufus, it's important for you to get that. What are you saying? Because God never intended for any of us to just have one of us. According to Genesis, he said that you're supposed to make after your own kind. Y'all don't read the Bible. So if you're going to exist here, God wants more than one of you. He's not satisfied with just you. So if all you can do is have success, but you can never show us how you got there. You have now been useless to the earth. Keep following me. you got to make a decision that no matter which direction that you go in life, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, that I'm going to make sure that I ask God, what am I supposed to do in this situation? What he told Joseph was, in this place, use leadership. Go sit down. This place, use leadership. But when he got to the prison, he said, in this place, use your prophetic gift. Now that you're in the prison, I don't need you to just be leader here in the prison. I need you to now morph. What are you saying to me? What do you mean, apostle? Listen to me. I'm over my time, but if you will engage me for just a couple of more minutes, I promise I got breakthrough for you. If you want to go home, just go home. But, but if you want to you get this word, just stay with me just for a minute more. Listen to me. Listen to me. Please listen. Listen. This is what happened. He, said, he says, if you will engage, you'll engage this prophetic thing. Then I'll cause, I'll cause for you to be able to get what you need. You got to engage the right gifts in the right environment. This is what the Bible says about Jesus. He, about God, rather. He, he's the, he's the many-breasted one. It means there's many aspects to him. Last time I read the Bible, you were made in his image and his likeness. Don't you let them box you into one thing. I hear the Holy Ghost. We're celebrating a woman's birthday today. That's a woman that can do a whole bunch of things at many different times. This is an appropriate message for today. Because our apostle and our leader shows us that you can be a college professor. You can be an educator, a consultant. You can be somebody that's a pastor, a mother, an author, a speaker. And you can do all of them well. But you've got to know what to pull loud at the right time so your second prophetic instructions is engage your receive your assignment here's the last thing I'm out of here um, first uh, where I won't go let's go Genesis 41 verse 14 we done Genesis 41 verse 14 play some softly Genesis 41 verse 14 it got to Pharaoh's house uh, Pharaoh's uh, begin to call him rather after he had interpreted the dreams for the boys one of them remembered him it's a message all by itself some people are about to call your name what I love about it is that the scripture says that he forgot about him first when he had gotten to back to Pharaoh the dream that he interpreted that gentleman forgot all about Joseph But it was at the right moment. It was at the right time that he remembered Joseph and was able to whisper his name. The whispers, whispers are coming. Do you hear me? 
The whisperers are coming. They're about to whisper your name in places that you never knew your name could be known. Ooh, we. What are you talking about, Sherman? I'm living it right now. I go to places and I'm just convinced. Nobody surely knows who the heck I am over here. I go to just be students in place and I walk in. I just did it a couple of weeks ago. I was in North Carolina. I surely didn't think nobody knew who I was. I was just going to be a student in a place I thought I was a nobody. I walked in and as soon as I walked in the building, somebody said, Apostle Sherman. So what the heck is going on? Because I didn't, I, I, I underestimated my season. Y'all don't want this. I underestimated who I was. I underestimated that God had been whispering my name around this nation to people that I have no idea that he's been whispering it to. Can I prophesy to you, please? God is about to whisper your name to people who you thought had forgotten about you, but they're going to tell the right person in the right place of decision who you are, and things are about to open up for you. So Pharaoh says, bring me Joseph. Here's my part right here. Verse 14, 41. Then Pharaoh sent and called Joseph. Look at this. They brought him quickly. Somebody said quickly. When that call comes, when that time comes, God says it's going to be swift moves. Things are about to change so fast around you, the faster than what you could blink. Things are about to shift so fast that you got, you're not even able to hold on to it. Because some of us have control problems where you want to hold on to the momentum. But the Lord told me to tell you the kind of momentum that's coming to your lives. And this is not for everybody, but everybody that can get it is for you. Listen to me. He said the momentum that you're about to have come to your life is the kind of momentum you can't hold on to. You can't control this move. You can't control these shifts. You can't control these shift changes. The things that I'm about to do in your life, you just have to ride the wave. Quickly they brought him out of the dungeon. That's so powerful. Quickly they brought him out of the low place. Quickly they brought him out of the dark space. Quickly they brought him out of the place that seemed dry and that nobody cared. Quickly they brought him out. And this is what he did. He didn't just show up any kind of way. The Bible said that he shaved. And he changed his clothing. Ooh, it's so much there. It's so much there. He cleaned himself up. Because in my next season, I'm not about to look like what I came out of. (laughs) I'm not about to show up on the scene looking like what I was bound in. I'm not about to show up at the scene looking like a prisoner. I'm not about to show up at the scene looking like a slave. But I'm about to look myself in the mirror. Shave my face. Clean myself up. And I'm going to make sure not only do I clean up, but I'm about to wear the appropriate clothing. There's about to be a changing of mantles. What I used to have on my shoulders. The devil tried to mess with my clothes my whole season. He messed with my clothes when I was leaving my daddy and they took me into the pit. They messed with my clothes when I was over in part of his house. But now I got a new set of clothes that I'm about to put on my body and when I show up on the scene I'm going to be ready here's your third prophetic instruction ready yourself for ruling I said ready yourself for ruling I said ready yourself for ruling 
Bible says, hey, Genesis 41 and 37. So the advice was good in the eyes of Pharaoh. And when Pharaoh said, this is so good, you have interpreted my dream. You have solved my problem. You have put me in the place of how I can be successful. And because you worked your gift in the right seasons and in the right place, now I'm about to cause for you to rule. And you're going to rule in a place where people don't even like your God. Get this, please. You're about to rule in places that hate your God. Do not run from the heathen. Do not run from those that don't love your God. Do not separate yourself from the environments that he's calling you to. But you're about to prosper right in the midst of the heathen. You're about to prosper right in the midst of those that live in idolatry. You're about to prosper in the place where people cannot stand what you believe. Ready yourself for ruling. This is that hour. This is that day. Stand to your feet.